This podcast is a production of Phoenix Media. Explore more episodes of this show and other great shows on the Phoenix Media Podcast Network by visiting phoenixmedia.us. The views expressed do not necessarily represent those of the company or its advertisers and may contain language that's unsuitable for younger listeners. Laugh it up, fuzzball. I'm about to do to you what Limp Bizkit did to music in the late 90s. Surely you can't be serious. I am serious. And don't call me Shirley. Here goes the last DJ. Wash my hands of this weirdness. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another brand new episode of the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. It is Monday, February 8th, where your daily dose of laughs and levity in a crazy, crazy world. I'm joined by my co-host, Mr. Tony Sanfilippo. Tony, how you doing this morning? Good morning, Christian, and everybody watching. Doing great. Uh, had an awesome uh, day off yesterday. I, um, I would say weekend, but I did work Saturday, and that was brutal. It was a brutal day, but, uh, you know, got to uh, watch the game yesterday and uh, spend time with friends and family. It was awesome. How about you? Doing well, you know, well-rested after a, uh, a nice weekend, sort of a good mix of doing stuff and doing nothing at the same time. Obviously, the Super Bowl was yesterday. Uh, depending on what team you were a fan of, the outcome was either very exciting or very disappointing. Um, but uh, in all, you know, it's, it's another Super Bowl in the books, and now we've got to wait that much longer until the next NFL season, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Yep. Now comes the off-season trades, uh, quarterback carousels, and all that fun stuff. So, uh, always look forward to this time of the year for the. Uh, it seems like the NFL stretches now, which is pretty cool. Where you got your little break after the Super Bowl, then we start to go into free agency, then we go to the draft, and then. Then they go to OTAs, and then it all starts again. Yep, yep. Looking forward to that. But in the meantime, we've still got some other sports. In fact, uh, you're wearing your San Francisco Giants hat, which, yep. uh, you know, baseball is the next one to get started here in the spring. Yeah. Um, and here in Colorado, we got the Nuggets and Avalanche that are uh, doing really well. So uh, for those that follow, the Nuggets are basketball, Avalanche are hockey. Uh, and we are doing quite well in those departments, which is nice. That's good. That's good. Well, folks, let's go ahead and kick off the show we, the way we do each and every day with a question for my co-host. Tony, obviously, this is something you would never do, but uh, what would be some reasons that somebody would feel that they need to rob a bank? Uh, they're struggling for money. They're on drugs. They're mixed up with the wrong people. The thrill, the adrenaline. There's all kinds of reasons. All all good reasons. Not not good, but all yeah. reasons. Yeah, they're that, hoping uh, to get caught by Spider-Man if they happen to be down in the Bronx area. You exactly, know? exactly. Yeah. Well, all that goes to say, a 21-year-old from Appleton is sentenced to 14 years in federal prison for robbing a credit union. 
The United States Attorney for the Eastern District of Wisconsin made the announcement about Zheng Zhi Yang Thursday. Following a bench trial in October 2020, the senior United States District Judge William Greisbach found Yang guilty of armed bank robbery, brandishing a short-barreled rifle during a crime of violence, and possession of a short-barreled rifle. According to a release, Yang entered a credit union on the west side of Appleton on March 15, 2019. <clears throat> Yang wore a plastic theater mask, sunglasses, and black hooded sweatshirt with the hood up and his head covered. As he approached the counter, the report said Yang pulled out a short-barreled shotgun and demanded money from the teller. Yang held the tellers at gunpoint while they gave him the money in their cash drawers and placed it in a bag. Before Yang exited the credit union, he restrained employees with cable ties and then left on foot. Officers with the Appleton Police Department arrested Yang almost a block away and recovered over $10,000 in cash. The release says Yang admitted robbing the credit union and telling Appleton detective that he, quote, decided to try something new today, so I robbed a bank. <laughs> Wow. The rifle used during the robbery had a barrel of 9.5 inches, which was illegal for Yang to own. Chief Judge Greisbach noted that the offense was bizarre in light of a lack of previous criminal history, but also stated no civilized society can tolerate this. So, folks, if you wake up and you're just bored one day and figure, hey, I want to try something new today, robbing a bank is probably not the way to go. Oh, yeah. Oh, what a... Wow. I'm just, I'm just, I'm dumbfounded, like how that would make anyone want to do that, you know? And it was so like, all right, we're going to need a sawed off shotgun. We're going to have to go do this. And it's just like, okay. Well, not only that, but, you know, robbing banks now is very much different from robbing banks back in, you know, 50 years ago. There's security cameras, there's digital things that uh, they've got. You know, your chances of getting away with it are so slim that. You know, unless you plan on going to prison, waking up, deciding to rob a bank, just just don't do it. It's just not going to work for no. you. It's not going to end up well. You you might end up like Bonnie and Clyde, or you're going to be doing some jail time. Exactly. Like this guy who got 14 years in federal prison. <laughs> totally worth it to have a thrill that day. 14 years of your life in the toilet. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, the rest of your life, even when you get out, because then you're a convicted felon. So great. Right. Job. And even if he got away with it, he only would have gotten about $10,000 in cash. Is that really worth it? I don't think so. But folks, we have a wonderful show lined up for you today. It is a Monday, but you know, don't let that get to you. Let's talk about today's show, shall we? Briefly, I hate Mondays. Hate them. Therefore, I decree from this day forward, there will be no more Mondays. I agree with Garfield and uh, could use his lasagna at the same time. But since it is Monday, we have Silly Rabbit. This bit is for kids. We have a segment called Marketplace Finds. Our call-in topic today is Home Alone. What strange things happened to you while you were, well, home alone? We have a segment called Confidence is Key. We round out the day with this day in history. And Tony is up next with the entertainment news. Folks, do not go anywhere. We will be right back. Get everything you need for the Christian Phoenix Radio Show over at phoenixmedia.us or on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash phoenixmediaradio. Now back to the show. 
And we are back, folks. This is the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. It is Monday, February 8th. Now, we have a little thing called the Phoenix Line. It is our 24-hour-a-day, seven-day-a-week voicemail line, giving you guys the opportunity to chime in on anything whatsoever. Maybe you woke up one day, wanted to try something new, and decided to rob a bank. Well, we want to hear about it. Give us a call at 855-PHOENIX-RADIO. That's 855-F-E-N-I-X-R-D-O or 855-336-4973. All we ask is that you keep it entertaining. We'll compile those together and put them out in a future show. Now it is the second segment of this show, and you know what that means. Tony's here with the entertainment news. Good morning, everybody. It is Monday, February 8th, and here is your Filippo Fest Five. Fire the cannons. Tampa Bay Buccaneers defeated the Kansas City Chiefs 31-9 in Super Bowl 55. Buccaneers quarterback Tom Brady extends record with 5th Super Bowl MVP and 7th championship with that win. That is now more than any NFL team. Tom Brady is going for his 8th as he does announce he's coming back next season. Uh, Bruh. (laughs) <laughs> Longtime ESPN reporter Pedro Gomez died unexpectedly yesterday at his home yesterday afternoon. The company announced he was 58 years old. That was shocking and sad. Oh, that's um, a bummer. Yeah, he covered a lot of the baseball for ESPN. Uh, director Zack Snyder has announced that a trailer for his upcoming cut of Justice League will arrive on Valentine's Day, February 14th Aww. at 9.14 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. Don't know why it was so specific, but... I'm sharing that with you because it's the Filippo Fast Five. Because why not? <laughs> right. Uh, <laughs> yeah, hopefully it'll be a pretty cool trailer. Um, a lot of big stuff. This will be kind of a sports-centric a little bit uh, just because there was a lot of sports news over the weekend. Uh, quarterback Peyton Manning has added the last and perhaps only missing entry to his NFL resume Saturday night when he was named as one of eight new um inductees to the pro football hall of fame in canton ohio manning who was in his first year of eligibility played on two super bowl winning teams one of them being our denver broncos he was a five-time mvp a 14-time pro bowl selection a former offensive rookie of the year and comeback player of the year Joining Manning from the modern era finalists in this year's class will be former Raider and Green Bay Packer defensive back Charles Woodson, ironically drafted uh, the same class as Peyton yep. and uh, was a Heisman finalist with him. Former Detroit Lions wide receiver Calvin Johnson, who Megatron. will be the youngest, uh, one of the youngest inductees. Current San Francisco 49er general manager, former Buck and Bronco defensive back John Lynch, and former Pittsburgh Steeler Alan Fanica. Manning, Woodson, and Johnson were all in their first year of eligibility and combined for 29 Pro Bowl selections, and Woodson was the league's defensive player of the year in 2009. Uh, Modern era finalist Lynch, who had been a finalist eight times, has waited the longest for his inductee so um, wow. also included in the class of 21 is dallas cowboy wide receiver drew pearson he was elected as a senior inductee former steelers scout and personal executive bill nunn former raiders and seahawks coach tom flores um is the lone new coach in this year's bound for canton 
And this also goes as well as uh, the class of 2021 was chosen on January 19th by the Hall's Board of Selectors during a virtual meeting. The eight new Hall of Famers will be enshrined during a multi-day event August 5th through the 9th in Canton. The extended uh, inductee ceremony weekend will include the ceremonies for the class of 2020, which unfortunately was delayed last year, and that included Broncos Steve Atwater, Isaac Bruce, Steve Hutchinson, Edgar and James, and Troy Palomalu. The Centennial class included Harold Carmichael, Jim Covett, Bill Cower, Bobby Dillon, Cliff Harris, Winston Hill, Jimmy Johnson, Alex Carras, Steve Sable, Donnie Shell, Duke Slater, Max Speedy, Ed Sprinkle, what a name, Paul <laughs> Tagalabu, and George Young. So... Um, great news there. Um, well-deserved class is a really long article breaks down the rest of the inductees, but, uh, you know, what's really cool is there is a lot of Broncos in this, uh, between the two classes and, uh, just a lot of well-deserved players. This is why NFL hall of fame does it so much better than the MLB. Oh, MLB is a joke, but uh, I didn't realize John Lynch had waited so long. I know he'd been out a couple years, had been, uh, uh, nominated a couple years, hadn't gotten in but eight years that's crazy glad to find yeah, him he was in finally see him me in. too yeah in his final year too so <laughs> uh well deserved and ironically enough uh that's uh i had both their uh, both their broncos jerseys so that's pretty dang cool very cool so now i have three hall of fame bronco jerseys Woo-hoo. now you just gotta well, go sign before i have champ bailey too there you go so uh, among the other things that happened over the weekend in the NFL, um, Green Bay Packers quarterback Aaron Rodgers became the sixth player to be named the NFL MVP at least three times, taking the award as the runaway winner at Saturday night's NFL Honor Show. Rodgers, who accepted the MVP award virtually, received 44 of 50 votes wow. conducted by a nationwide panel of the media. Buffalo Bills quarterback Josh Allen received four votes, and Kansas City Chiefs quarterback Pat Mahomes earned two votes. Dang, he won by a landslide on yeah, that. No kidding. Uh, Rogers won for 2011 and 2014 as well. It's an honor to win this award for a third time. Rogers said in a prepared speech, 2020 was definitely a crazy year filled with a lot of change, growth, and some amazing, memorable moments. 180 straight days of having my nose hairs scraped, playing for very little or no fans the entire season. I got engaged and played some of the best football of my career, which that spun out the crazy news that he was engaged. No yeah. knew. He's very private with that. So I guess after Olivia Munn, you definitely would want to be. Exactly. Uh, Tennessee Titan running back Derrick Henry and Los Angeles Rams uh, defensive tackle Aaron Donald were named NFL's Offensive and Defensive Players of the Year. Los Angeles Chargers quarterback Justin Herbert and Washington's defensive end Chase Young were honored as the NFL's top rookies. And comeback player of the year, no surprise went to uh, Alex Smith of the Washington football team. So great on him uh, for doing comeback player of the year. Just amazing. And uh, lastly, Kevin Stefanski was the Browns coach who got coach of the year. So kudos to all those that won the awards this year yeah. in the football world. So very I like cool. how they do that at the end. That's more exciting than the pro bowl. I like to see who they, uh, um, are all uh, who they honor their awards and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and so also cool. uh, Russell Wilson got the uh, Walt, 
Walter Payton uh, Man of the Year Award as well. Oh, thank you for that. Yeah, I skipped through the rest at that because then I started breaking articles. And I'm like, hey, kind of need to move on to a little <laughs> entertainment. But, uh, but thank you for adding that. Yes, yeah. Russell Wilson got that. Um, Justin Simmons of the Broncos was nominated as well. And as long I think multiple players were too, but yeah. good on him. He had his uh, organization in Seattle that uh, that led to that. Um, I closed off my article, so I can't give him props for that one. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> yeah, so I'm like, I'm freestyle for what I read. Um, so the box office is still a thing, and on Mondays we like to talk the weekend box office report. Well, it's still chugging along, and I'm, I'm hoping that people are still supporting it. Uh, I haven't been since uh, Wonder Woman 84, so it's been a minute since I've been. But uh, the number one movie this weekend was uh, the R-rated crime drama The Little Things remained in the top box office spot with $2.1 million, bringing its domestic total to 7.7. The Crude's A New Age is still going uh, at number two, bringing its total to $46 million. The Marksman with Liam Neeson, a.k.a. Taken 9.0. 9.1 million is what it brought in. Wonder Woman 84 brought in a total of 40.3 thus far. Monster Hunter, 11.9. News of the World, 10.9. Promising Young Woman, 4.7. Fatal, 5.8. The War with Grandpa still chugging along at number 9, bringing its total to 19.8. And Lord of the Rings, The Fellowship of the Ring, brought in 0.166 million this weekend bringing its domestic total to 315.6 million dollars that's your box office top 10 for the weekend oh we need movies yeah we do so bad (laughs) it's just now in fluctuating like old movies they're like let's just do a big run and their total goes back up which is great for them it's nice to see older movies on the big screen but it would be nice to have some new stuff to talk about that it would be you know in the theaters obviously they're doing what they can to try and keep chugging along and uh you know bringing back some of these big old blockbuster movies that helps but uh we, we need some new movies that uh you know they can do video on demand at the same time but release them in theaters at, you know in conjunction absolutely one one great thing is they are at least you know still filming movies out there so we have a lot of movie projects going so uh uh on to TV news, uh, do you do you ever avoid Twitter when you're watching a popular show? Do you try to stay off social media? Oh, yeah, especially with a show that uh, I'm so invested in, like WandaVision, for instance. I try to exactly. Uh, so avoid here's spoilers. your part. If you haven't watched this week's WandaVision, now is the time you might want to just mute your audio. I'm going to give you five seconds. Earmuffs. Mute it. Okay. WandaVision fans were furious after Twitter's trends spoiled the big twist at the end of this week's episode conversations around spoilers have been raging for years now on the platform but this is just the latest example most people were really upset when they knew like the trending thing was pietro and evan peters obviously evan peters is uh he played quicksilver in the x-men franchise and so therefore if wandavision is trending with peters evan peters pietro Quicksilver, you kind of all put it together. Um, Aaron Johnson uh, had played uh, the uh, Quicksilver in the MCU, but Evan Peters was the one that showed up at the end, which made it awesome because now that is, as of right now, the first X-Men to actually appear 
in the MCU. Whether it's really him or if it's Mephisto, I don't know. But the point of this article was Twitter, people are upset with Twitter and their spoiling ways. And it's a good reason to be upset. But at the same time with a show like this or The Mandalorian or something, you know what, if you're not watching it, on Friday when it drops, or Saturday at, at the very least, well, you know, your, your time for spoil, spoilers uh, is, is that window is so short. Yeah, I'm just so happy I watched it uh, Thursday night. Well, it was technically Friday morning at that point because I yeah. got home at midnight. I watched it, and I couldn't even text you, like, anything. Just, hey, just avoid spoilers. It's, <laughs> it's all I could tell you, which is kind of a spoiler saying something big is going to happen. But at least I didn't tell you what was going to happen. Exactly. I, I let you experience it yourself. Uh, <laughs> but that's it for your celebrity news. And we got quite a bit of birthdays, so I'll try to run, not rush through them, but I try not to take up too much time with them. That works. But let's roll. It's my birthday! He first gained recognition for his role as Michael Kelso on Fox's That 70 Show and Cole Bennett on The Ranch. His success led him to films such as The Butterfly Effect and Dude, Where's My Car?, and he was also not punking you. He really was in a Cheetos commercial. It wasn't him. Ashton Kutcher is 43. Comedian actor who rode to prominence on Saturday Night Live from 90 to 93 and had starring roles in one film, really down to earth. I Love My Wife, Dogma. I think he wasn't the star of those, but he was in them. Grown Ups. And next up, he'll be in Spiral. Surprisingly, Chris Rock is 56. Wow. Doesn't look 56. He's got friends in low places as the Thunder Rolls. Country legend Garth Brooks is 59. NFL quarterback was number one pick for the Detroit Lions in the 2009 NFL Draft. He really hasn't done much with the team, but he did just get uh, traded to the Los Angeles Rams. Matt Stafford is 33. Uh, This guy gained prominence for his role in the 1989 film Six Lies and Videotapes. His roles in Pretty in Pink, Crash, Stargate, and Lincoln earned him additional fame. He portrayed Alan Shore in Boston Legal, Raymond Reddington in Blacklist, Robert California in The Office, and Ultron in The Avengers, James Spader, 61. Keep away from this voodoo. Man, he's awake for whatever. Just take him to the moon, baby, or you'll be crying like a bitch. Singer, songwriter, and guitarist Sully Erna of Godsmack is 53. Take a look around. He did it all for the nookie. Or was it the chocolate starfish or the hot dog flavored? Eh, you got to have faith for this guitarist of the rap metal band. Limp Bizkit, West Borland is 46. Uh, we'll just rush through these now. Big Show is 48. Julio Jones is 31. A great, great composer. John Williams is 88. Seth Green is 46. And lastly, Kickstart Your Heart. Uh, Livewire, he wants to shout out the devil, smoke in the boys' room with lots of girls, girls, girls. This guy has a wild side, but it's all the same old situation. He's still too young to fall in love for this Dr. Feelgood. Vince Neal of Motley Crue, 59. That's your celebrity birthdays for today. Happy birthday, and that's your entertainment news for February 8th. That does do it for the entertainment news. When we come back, it's time for Silly Rabbit. This bit is for kids. Don't go anywhere. We'll be back after these messages. After these messages, we'll be right back. (laughs) 
Get everything you need for the Christian Phoenix Radio Show over at phoenixmedia.us or on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash phoenixmediaradio. Now back to the show. Now back to the show indeed. This is the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. It is Monday, February 8th, and we are all over social media with many of you watching us as we speak on Facebook Live or YouTube Live. Now, if you want to get a hold of us on social, I'm available at facebook.com forward slash Christian Phoenix Radio. That's Christian with a K, Phoenix with an F, radio, of course, with an R, or on Instagram and Twitter at Phoenix Media Radio. Tony's available at facebook.com forward slash Tony.sanfilippo. That's S-A-N-F-I-L-I-P-P-O dot nine four or on Instagram at Tony dot Sanfilippo 81. Now, being that it's Monday, we like to explore the silly things that kids do either in relation to their parents or just out in the world with a little segment that we call Silly Rabbit. This bit is for kids. I still don't know what's up with that 94. I have no association with the number 94 <laughs> at all. We'll Other fix than that Demarcus eventually. Ware of the Broncos. That's there you all go. I think about. <laughs> 94. One of these days I'll switch it, but it just rolls off the tongue. But that's not what that what this is about. This about uh, silly rabbit. This bit is for kids. So some time ago we were all tiny versions of ourselves with heads full of the most insane ideas, thoughts about the world above and beneath us. Fast forward to today, some of you might be raising kids or we might have kids of our own. I don't. Uh, the fun part about it is it never gets old and boring because kids are goofy, silly, cute, and totally clueless about this whole thing called Earth. So right now, here is 50 stupid things that adults just had to share about kids. Now, mind you, I'm not going to read you all 50. I'm just going to go through <clears throat> as many as we can. You. Exactly. What do we got here? Do, do, do. I got like six minutes to do this. So here we roll. Uh, my five-year-old nephew figured out I'm still a kid. <clears throat> my nephew is five and I'm a 33 female. I'm not really. But a few months ago, he asked me, Aunt Franny? Are you a grown-up? I got really quiet, cautiously looked around, and I put my finger to my mouth. I'm still a kid, but you can't tell anyone because no one knows. His eyes got so huge, and he loudly whispered, I knew it. Now, every time I see him, he comes up to me at some point and whispers, Don't worry, I haven't told them. Then proceeds to ask more questions about my life as a secret kid. And every time I'm video chatting with him and my sister, he sneaks an obvious wink, and I wink back. And only we know what that wink means. And to this day, he's the only person that knows I'm still a kid and that I have been faking it all this time. <laughs> and while that was for Aunt Franny, it could certainly be true for Uncle Tony. Yeah, absolutely. That that works well. The uh, the boys growing up, you know, now they're all grown up. So they're like, nah, he is just a big kid. But <laughs> that is really cool to, to play that role as aunt and uncle because little kids love that. So that that's great. Um, for one of the kids here, my mom once threatened to make my brother and I sleep outside if we didn't get our room clean. So we decided that we should probably spend the rest of the day preparing to sleep because that would be the easiest way that, that would be way easier than cleaning our room. Our bright idea was to dig holes for us to sleep in so we could cover ourselves in leaves and sticks and axe as blankets. So instead of my mom finding her sons cleaning their room, she found us digging our own graves in the backyard. So <laughs> that was just way easier than just cleaning your room. Oh, totally. So, uh, kid thinks his mom is a murderer in this one. I'm writing a condolence card and Gregory, who's five, asks what I'm doing. I'm writing a note to say how sorry I am that my mom's that my friend's mom died, I said. 
He pauses for a very fraught moment, then asks, oh so tentatively, that's just to be kind, right? You're not the one who did it. Fatality. Now now this young kid thinks his mom. No, that mom. <laughs> it's Dexter's oh, mom. Oh, man. <clears throat> this one's fun. Uh, at Murr, at, well, James Murray, a.k.a. Murr from Impractical Jokers, is on this list. Nice. He put, my niece said I was going bald, so unprompted, she cut off a lock of her hair for me, and and then she attached scotch tape and said, I hope the scotch tape holds. So in the picture, Murr smiling with the scotch tape of his niece's hair out, so he had hair. <laughs> I wonder so if it looked better. It just felt so bad that she had to Exactly. Do that. I wonder if it looked better or worse than the uh, wig from uh, Q's hair that he had to wear for an entire season. <laughs> Surprisingly, it looks, it looks a little better than that. <laughs> it's pretty cute that he did that. Yeah. Uh, this one's titled Kids Are Stupid from Kids Cubed on Twitter. Uh, three-year-old, Mommy, I don't want dinner. Me. I'm not making dinner. I'm making you a big snack. Three-year-old, yay, snacks. That's a brilliant Follow idea. Follow me for more ways to deceive your kids. Oh, that is so smart. I might <laughs> have to use that one in the future. Yeah, I don't want dinner. I'm not making dinner. I'm just making you a big snack. Yay, snacks. So smart. So smart. Yeah, that was awesome. And kids totally fell for it. Um, mom told daughter to uh, grab her mask so they could go in the store. The mask that the little girl grabs, you can't see it in this picture. Uh, but she goes back to the car and she grabs her Mandalorian mask. Hey, so it's a face covering. A Mandalorian. It's that, face covering. This is the way. And what a, what a brilliant way. This is the way. <laughs> <laughs> this one is from Smiley on Twitter. Smiley12345. That's pretty original. Uh, when my oldest was five, they revamped a playground in our neighborhood. One of the new pieces of equipment they put in was the spinning cup things. Basically, they dished out a seat mounted on a bearing that is slightly angled. If you sit on them, your natural attempt to balance yourself will cause you to keep spinning and usually pick up speed. They're hilarious to convince drunk people to sit on. So my oldest sees this thing and asked me to put her on it. I gave her warning. It gets pretty fast. Let me know when you want off. So I put her on it and gave her a little twist. She's spinning, but not crazy fast. Faster, she yells. She's a maniac on the playground, so I'm not surprised. I had a little bit more spin pushing her foot. Faster, she screams. I was like, oh, hell yeah, let's do this. I whip her by the foot on the way by. At this point, she is a blur on top of this thing. Faster, she screams again. At this point, I was like, legit, I don't understand how she would want to be going faster. And it clicked. Do you mean slower? slower she bellows at the top of her lungs so i stopped the thing and she half jumps off half falls out she immediately tries to stake it takes a step and face plants into the stand and starts crying she was mad at me for the rest of the day for not understanding that faster meant slower <laughs> the funny thing is i totally understand that reese would say he's hot when he's cold or cold when he's hot and it was so confusing, but uh, that would be hilarious just to watch. <laughs> oh, hell drunker. yeah. Oh, faster. Okay. I can't go any faster. Oh, faster. <laughs> oh, man. That is just too cute. Well, we got time for one more. Uh, nine-year-old. Nine-year-old cousin. Do you smoke? Me. Yes. Nine-year-old cousin. Do you know that smoking shortens your life? Me. Yeah, I know. Nine-year-old cousin. 
How old are you? Me, 18. Nine-year-old cousin. You would have been 28 by now. <laughs> no concept of time, apparently. That's okay. That's all right. It, it, it shortened the life somehow. But, uh, oh, maybe... but there's some good ones on here, so I'm going to save this list for the rest because there are some really funny ones. If I could only show you the pictures, it'd be even better. But, uh, Love it. Love this segment. There. Love kids. Well, folks, that does it for Silly Rabbit. This bit is for kids. When we come back, we've got a segment called Marketplace Finds. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Get everything you need for the Christian Phoenix Radio Show over at phoenixmedia.us or on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash phoenixmediaradio. Now back to the show. And we are back, folks, to the final segment of the first hour of this episode of the Christian Phoenix Radio Show on a Monday, February 8th. But do not fret. We still have plenty ahead with our second hour, including the interactive portion of the show, where we ask you guys, what's the strangest or scariest thing that happened while you were home alone? Now, if you missed a portion of the show or you want to go back and catch up on any of the previous shows, it's easy enough to do so. Head over to phoenixmedia.us, click on the show's link, scroll on down to the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. From there, you can get video, you can get audio as well, or head over to wherever you get podcasts, whether it's Apple, Google, Stitcher, Spotify, Anchor Breaker, TuneIn, iHeart, about 20 in all. While you're there, be sure to subscribe. That way you always have the latest episode. Leave a review, let us know what you think, and tell your friends because sharing is Harry. Now, in the segment that we've called Marketplace Finds, yeah, we talk every once in a while about uh, Craigslist and the misconnections there, but uh, Craigslist was always more of a classified listing where you would sell, uh, you know, used stuff or uh, things that people had made. Well, Craigslist isn't really utilized anymore. Now, what's taken its place is Facebook Marketplace. But that doesn't mean that the products that people are offering are any less weird or hilarious. So going to run down some marketplace finds and uh, really get your input, Tony, on uh, maybe if you buy them or, uh, you know, just see if you find them as funny as we do. So you got it. Let's start out with a uh, user Kate. It's a picture of a beautiful engagement ring, uh, multifaceted diamond. And it says brand new, never been worn engagement ring. Girlfriend fell off a cliff and died on impact. Fatality. 14 carat, 0.66 carat diamonds, $1,000, steal of a deal. (laughs) Shut up and take my money. (laughs) (laughs) Would you buy an engagement ring that belonged to a dead woman who fell off a cliff? No. (laughs) It's just, that's awful. Like, if you knew the story behind it, maybe if you didn't know and it was just like, here's an engagement ring for $1,000 and it was beautiful, you didn't know the backstory, then then that's one thing. But if you know, like, the poor girl fell off a cliff and died, like, it's a little it's a little hard to uh, explain to your fiancé where you got the ring because <laughs> I, I think girls are curious where you got the ring right. at. So. And it's not a car, it's not a house. You don't have to disclose the history behind it as long as it's genuine. <laughs> And you can sell it. Well, let's move on with Marketplace Finds. This one, you know, people like making their own things, but uh, trying to sell it on a Facebook Marketplace, eh, maybe maybe don't. It is a, looks like six foot tall, 
it almost looks like uh, um, what uh, uh, Bill Paxton was turned into in Weird Science. You know, the giant poop oh, monster. Oh, the big job turd, yeah. Exactly. Those are hanging, dudes. <laughs> well, it's titled Big Ass MF Candle. They're asking $800. Been working on this for about 14 years, just dripping the wax. This ain't cheap, no low, low ballers. Again, who wants to buy a six-foot candle that's made out of just dripped wax that looks like the turd monster from Weird Science? Yeah, you know, it's the same people that would buy uh, uh, Gwyneth Paltrow's vagina candle. Exactly. Well. (laughs) I mean, if I had the choice, I'd probably buy the uh, vagina candle versus uh, the Weird Science one. (laughs) Exactly. Well, let's move on with uh, Marketplace Finds. Shut up and take my money. You know, uh, they've got those precious moments. Uh, um, they're figurines, they're porcelain, they're beautiful. Um, well, this one, not so precious moment clock for $10. says, so I bought this precious moment clock from a Goodwill store for my grandma because she collects them. And let's just say she won't be getting this one for sure. $10 or best offer, need it out of my house. And of course, it shows the uh, box of the precious moment clock of what you would expect. And then the actual figurine where somebody whited out the eyes, had black blood dripping from them, and uh, wrote around the clock, death is coming. Um, yeah, you don't want to give that to your grandmother <laughs> for sure. No. <laughs> oh, my God. No, you definitely don't. <laughs> That's just, uh, yeah, your grandma's going to be... She's not going to really like that one. It's a good thing they checked the actual product before giving it to the grandmother. Cause, uh, right. Wow. <laughs> All right. Let's keep moving on with Marketplace Finds. Shut up and take my money. Here is, uh, well, the listing says, look at this highly cursed crying minion patio heater that I found on Facebook Marketplace. It is a you know barrel-shaped patio heater that's painted like a minion. Problem is, part of it's rusting, and so it looks like it's crying rust, and it's just downright freaky. And folks, I will post this on our Facebook page, so that way you can go check these out for yourself, but uh, not exactly sure I would want to purchase the creepy, rust-crying minion heater for my backyard. Oof. (laughs) Is it like minions like that, Despicable Me minions? Exactly, yeah. It's uh, same shape, bright yellow, blue, and, you know, I think initially... Why are you crying? It's very weird. I think initially it probably looked pretty cool, but they didn't realize that leaving it outside, it would uh, rust in that way and, and make it that much creepier. Yeah, that's definitely uh, don't want that. All right, let's keep moving on with Marketplace Finds. Shut up and take my money. This is a tennis ball chair for $200. No description. All it is is a looks like a Barca lounger that is made out of nothing but tennis balls. Not exactly how comfortable that would be, and uh, you would have to be a huge tennis fan to bring that into your home or your man cave or whatever it may be. But in uh, two hundred bucks, I don't know about that. Yeah, a little bit much for uh, what you're asking for on that. Oof. <laughs> All right, let's keep rolling. Marketplace finds. Shut up and take my money. Some people, uh, well, they like to make art out of everyday things but sometimes their art turns to be a little creepy to say the least for instance this campbell soup boy they're asking 40 dollars or best offer and it's somebody who basically took a can of campbell soup 
paper macheed a doll head to the top of it, gave it little arms and legs, and uh, created just about the creepiest thing you'll ever see in your lifetime. Ooh. <laughs> if you want nightmares, uh, definitely pick this thing up. I don't know if $40 is worth it. It but... reminds me of, like, you, my grandma used to have these really old, like, porcelain dolls and stuff. They were always freaky. <laughs> well, this would be one step beyond that because it, it, it just adds that homemade factor to it that... Uh, Ooh, just just downright freaky. Let's keep moving on. Marketplace nope. finds. Shut up and take my money. Tony, in your warehouse, do you ever uh, just have fun and create things out of something to uh, kill a little time, or is it always just business? At Costco, it's, it's just business. I don't have time to to do those. In all seriousness, I don't mean to sound like stuck in the mud, but I'm legit. I'm always busy now. If I'm at Ikea or something like that, do I have time to do some fun, stupid things? Yes, I do. <laughs> it's usually to make my friend Lacey very uncomfortable or make them laugh. It's usually putting animals in some peculiar positions or spelling out some colorful things when you get to the letter. Um, and that's not at Ikea, but at other stores where they have all their letters out. I like mm. to put out little messages sometimes. <laughs> well, this might be something uh, that you would have <laughs> crafted or created in this case, they're selling it on uh, Facebook Marketplace. It's titled Used Office Depot Roller Skates. 35 wow. bucks, you figure, okay. But then you look at the picture, and it is the base of two office chairs, you know, with uh, the little caster wheels, with uh, rubber uh, rain boots that are secured to them with uh, electrical tape. So basically, somebody decided to make uh, their homemade office chair roller skates and janky and obviously very used but uh, again selling it for 35 bucks it's amazing what people can put out there for you yeah yeah i wonder how many of these actually sell if there's somebody who's like i gotta have that <laughs> well there, there's gotta be like there's gotta be some interest from somebody for some of these weird things i don't know i don't know it's just so unique you know <laughs> let's keep moving on marketplace finds shut up and take my money Ooh. This one for a door ram, $40, says, I have a door ram that was left at my house this afternoon by the Atlantic County SWAT team trying to make $40 off of it to help replace my door. And it is a legit police door ram, single person that they used to uh, tear down the door. Um, yeah, I, I guess if you have to replace the door, might as well sell uh, something that uh, I'm sure somebody would want to pick up. Right. <laughs> And then finally, Why? in Marketplace Finds... Shut up and take my money! Well, you know, a, a hot find would be a Game Boy Advance. Well, in this case, it's a Game Boy Advance full of beans. Okay. They're asking $100. Again, don't know why. Uh, but uh, they say description, Game Boy Advance full of beans. Like new, probably doesn't work because, well, beans. No lowball offers... Um, you know, I know what it's worth, but uh, I don't know of anybody who would pay $100 for a handheld game system that's filled with baked beans. Not even not even like a couple bucks. What a... No. What the heck? People are weird. But folks, that does it for the first hour of the show. We're headed into our long break, so take a potty break, listen to the news, grab some tea. When we come back, it is the interactive portion of the show when we're asking you the strangest or scariest thing happened while you were home alone. Don't go anywhere. We'll see you guys in about seven minutes.
F it up, fuzzball. I'm about to do to you what Limp Bizkit did to music in the late 90s. Surely you can't be serious. I am serious. And don't call me Shirley. my hands of this weirdness. Welcome back, folks, to the second hour of the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. It is Monday, February 8th. We are your daily dose of laughs and levity in a crazy, crazy world. Still joined by my co-host, Mr. Tony Sanfilippo. Tony, are you ready for the fastest hour of the day? I sure am, buddy. I'm ready to roll for hour number two. Ah, always love hour number two. It, it just flies by, but it's uh, so much fun because time flies when you're having fun. With that being said, this is the interactive portion of the show. This is where we want to hear from you guys, the listeners and watchers, on our topic of the day, which is the reason we give it to you 24 hours in advance, hoping that you will give us a call on the Phoenix line at 855 855- Phoenix Radio, let us know your story, your answer, your suggestion based on whatever that topic is. Or you can head over to our Facebook page and comment live into the comment section on the live video over at facebook.com forward slash Christian Phoenix Radio. Just click on the live video there and comment in there. Today's topic is what is the scariest or strangest thing that's ever happened to you while you were home alone? Could be as an adult, could be as a kid. But, uh, you know, strange things happen, you know, either people try to uh, break in, maybe sometimes you think it's a break in, or sometimes maybe it's a g-g-g-g-ghost. ghost Who knows? Uh, Tony, with that in mind, what is the strangest thing that's ever happened to you while you were home alone? And you are, you just put yourself on mute. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, I muted because I went, g-g-g-ghost, and there was no reaction, so. Oh, no, you were, I heard you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. And then it just muted on its own then. Yep. Must have been a ghost. In the machine. Uh, you know, there's two... Like, in this place, the only thing that's ever freaked me out as an adult um, at where I currently live is one night I was... Uh, I fell asleep on the couch and there was just this loud crash and sound of glass shattering. Oh, no. It scared me. It just got me up from a dead sleep. I was like, whoa, what is that? Well, it was a picture frame, and uh, it was held up by the 3M stick strips, and they had given way, and it, it tumbled down the stairs, like, and it just crashed and just went, <laughs> scared the piss out of me. Like, my heart was like, oh, it, it woke sure. me up from a dead sleep. So, that was the scariest thing here. And then at my old house, um, after the weird thing that I kept seeing in the house and couldn't explain it, uh, it was uh, when I was in the guest room right after the, the divorce and I stayed in the guest room. I had the dogs in the room with me and there was a scratch at the door. just a... Like one of the dogs and... trying to get out, but they were with you. They were both in the bed with me, so mm-hmm. it wasn't one of them, and I sure as hell wasn't going to answer the door. I've seen enough scary movies to know, like, 
yeah, I ain't doing that. So like a little kid, it was like an episode of Scooby-Doo. I'll paint the picture. It was like me being shaggy and the dogs like being Scooby. <laughs> oh, like Scoop. And like hiding under the covers. But then the scrape, like it scratched at the door and then there was a scrape along the wall because there's where I was laying. The bathroom was to this side and where the scratch was at the door. Then you could hear the scratch run along the wall from right there into the bathroom. And I was like, oh, hell no. Oh. Hell no. <laughs> now, was there like, any evidence afterwards? Did you go out? Were there nope, any scratch there marks? There was no scratches, okay. no nothing. No, because I eventually had to come out of the house, or I had to come out of the room, but I gave it a little bit. But, yeah, dude, that was scary. And to this day, don't know what it was. Couldn't tell you. Never saw anything. There was no scratch marks on the door. Both dogs were in the room with me. Uh, I got <laughs> nothing for you. It was just – that was just – it was weird, unexplained, and – uh it just makes for a good horror story, a good campfire story, but that legit happened, and I got I got no answers for you. Downright creepy. Well, I'm going to share a story that happened to my fiance Jesse. Uh, early in the lockdown, I was still leaving every day to go to the other studio I was working at at the time, and uh, you know she had been cooped up in the house for probably about two weeks straight. You know this is when. You know, you still didn't want to go outside. Um, you know, it, it was, she was getting a little bit of the cabin fever. But uh, one day she was telling me that uh, she was hearing something moving around, walking up in our attic space. Not like a squirrel, like what you were used to, Tony, but it sounded like actual footsteps. And then she would hear the Beach Boys song Kokomo just out of nowhere. She kept hearing it coming from somewhere of course, she'd go from room to room to try and narrow it down. And uh, no sign of where Kokomo was coming from. And of course, you know, the footsteps up in the attic. And uh, took a peek up there myself after she told me about it. But uh, there was nothing, no signs of anything. I joked that it was our uh, homeless squatter, Jeff, that uh, was just enjoying some Beach Boys. But uh, more than likely, she was getting a little cabin fever. And, uh, you know, ultimately, it was just, you know, her mind playing tricks on her or, you know, maybe just something that uh, was playing in the background of a of virtual, you know, whatever she's doing online and uh, just happened to be playing Kokomo. So either way, uh, can't explain it, but uh, that is what we're looking for. And our squatter named, uh, and I assume you've got the button pulled up. My name is I Jeff. I don't. No, I was no. trying to get it. It's not up. Ah, okay. So, no. <laughs> so, my name's Jeff. I just didn't have the button. It's the perfect time for it, but of course, um, during the break, uh, you know, it, it shut down. So, gotcha. I have to reconnect it. Yeah. yeah. Whole reason we, I named him Jeff, but uh, never found anything. But that is what we lurking, are looking for. Not lurking for, looking for is uh, the scariest or strangest things that happened while you were home alone. So we're going to head into our break. When we come back, it is all about you guys. Let us know about strange or scary things while you were home alone. And we will see you guys in just a few. Get everything you need for the Christian Phoenix Radio Show over at phoenixmedia.us or on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash phoenixmediaradio. Now back to the show. And we are back, folks. This is the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. It is Monday, February 8th. We are smack dab in the middle of the call-in interactive portion of our show. 
for today's topic of the scariest or the strangest thing that has happened while you were home alone. Now, if you want to chime in, head over to our Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash Christian Phoenix Radio. Just click into the live video there and comment with uh, the strangest thing or the scariest thing that's ever happened to you while you were home alone. Now, uh, before the break, Tony talked about uh, the time where he heard scratching at the door. And I was talking about my fiance getting a little cabin fever uh, here in Kokomo and our squatter Jeff up in the attic. So uh, what about you guys? What's the scariest or strangest thing that's yeah. happened to you? And we're talking home alone, not not that sort of home alone. Not uh, you wake up, you're a eight-year-old boy, 10-year-old boy, My and uh, you have the complete run of the house. That would be a fun thing. You've got Marvin Harry uh, trying to rob it. That might qualify, but, uh, you know, what is it for you guys? Now, Tony, uh, has anybody chimed in on your end about the scariest yeah. or the strangest thing? Yeah, Lacey had, had let us know that when she was about eight months pregnant with Anders, Michael and Bella went into Carney do, doing something to his mom's doorbell. All of a sudden, Pixie and Minnie, and uh, Pixie's their cat, Minnie's their dog, uh, were sniffing a spot on the wall. I couldn't figure out what they were doing, and then all of a sudden I, I saw two snakeheads poking through a gap between the floor and the wall. Yeah. Michael wouldn't answer his phone. I had to check the camera on his mom's doorbell and yell at him to answer his phone. No one could come help me except Inga, which is a friend that lived down the street, who came running with her shovel and wasp spray. <laughs> oh, good Lord. I wonder so. how wasp spray does against snakes. Yeah. Dude, forget that. That's a nightmare. That's just, that's just, <laughs> that doesn't just uh, count as the creepiest thing, but that just freaks me out. Oof. Well, we know how you feel about snakes. I'd I'm be out. more okay with it if it was a giant spider, if it was a black widow, or occasionally we get um, tarantulas that migrate through northern Nevada here. I'm out. I'm, yeah. I'm grabbing that wasp yeah, see, spray. Isn't and... that so weird? Like, we're the opposite. Like, I could do the spiders. Like, that that doesn't phase me. But, God dang, the snakes? No. <laughs> Anybody else chime in on your end, Tone? Um, no, that was it. All so, right. we'll have to go to a list. Yeah, I got... I got nothing else, man. Nothing else. Fair enough. Folks, we are talking Home Alone. <laughs> Strangest, scariest thing that's ever happened to you while you were Home Alone. And, of course, you can always chime in on our live Facebook. But uh, we're going to run down the list, give you guys time to do so. For instance, this user said, I was in the shower when I heard the door to my apartment being unlocked. My husband wasn't due back for several hours. Turns out it was the skeevy building manager snooping around people's apartments when he thought they were not home. I reported him to the company that owned the building, but nothing ever came out of it. We moved out shortly thereafter. I would too. I mean, uh, you know, you don't want somebody who has access to your apartment, to your home, coming in, snooping around, looking for through your underwear drawer. Who knows what they could have been doing or, you know, keeping yeah. toenail clippings in a jar in their home. Who knows? <laughs> no, it's weird. No, you know, it's funny. He he doesn't listen to the show, but I'm, I'll go ahead and share his story. Uh, one of my coworkers, he, uh, he had something like that happen. It freaked him out. So he, he left his door unlocked one night and um, and he was home. And then all of a sudden, like someone curled up next to in bed with him and oh, like no. put their arm around him and was and he, he's single. He lives alone. And he said his stomach dropped and he freaked out and he popped up in a in a panic. He goes, what the hell are you doing? And she goes, oh, I just need a place to crash tonight. I hope you don't mind. And he goes, get out of here. And it was just some drunk girl, like, just 
stumbled into his house and jumped into his bed and wrapped arm, which what might sound like it's the beginning of a <laughs> boom, jingle, wow, wow. It was, he said it was frightening. It was just like a methy looking chick that just came rolling in and Ew. just scared the hell out of him. And he's like, you have to leave. And she's like, but I love you. And Ugh. he couldn't get her out of his house. So this girl just breaks in, jumps into bed, and he just couldn't get her out. And he was freaked out all day. Yeah, she was probably going was, from house to house or apartment to apartment, depending on where he lived, just seeing if there was a door open that she could sneak into. But uh, yeah, that's terrifying. Well, just ballsy, too, just to go in and do that. But he said it startled him so much, like in a deep sleep, he just somebody touching him and then just waking up it just he was just freaked out the rest of the day i mean that would that would be too like i don't care if it was a hot chick or not somebody rolling into your place that you don't know your senses are on high alert because you just don't know what the intentions are there it's weird all the more reason to make sure you lock your front door or in your case tony you've got uh, cameras around that uh, make sure that uh, if something happens something's notified. Anytime it goes off, I'm a little leery. I'm like, especially like if I'm doing the show and it goes off in the house, I'm like, and sometimes it's just like on a sunny day if the shadow kind of triggers sometimes. But <laughs> rare. It's rare, but it does do it sometimes. Luckily, that's all that happens. But uh, let's continue on with Home Alone. <laughs> the scariest and strangest things that have happened to people while they were Home Alone. This person said, I was taking a nap in my apartment under blankets in my bed when I heard the door open. Thinking it was my husband, I ignored it. But about five minutes later, I heard several female voices. I'm thinking I'm dreaming, so again, I ignored it. The voices got louder, and suddenly my bedroom door opened. I freaked out and bolted upright in bed. Three women were in my apartment, two young, one older. I shrieked. They shrieked. They ran out of my apartment. It turned out that the management company showed the wrong apartment available for rent that day. I got an apology and a bouquet of flowers. I would have asked for a free month's rent because... that's enough to scare the crap out of you. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, uh, my friend Jamie chimed in. She said she doesn't know if this counts, but when she was a living nanny in Maine, sometimes their Elmo doll would randomly go off. It would freak her out. She would close the door to the playroom. <laughs> <laughs> Come did, on, everybody. Did, Let's tickle Tom with Elmo. I was going to ask, <laughs> did it ask her to tickle him? Hi, Jamie. That tickles. <laughs> that would be creepy if it called her by name. <laughs> uh, let's keep moving on with uh, Home Alone, scariest and strangest things that had happened while you were home alone. I was 19 living in an unfinished basement in a bad part of town. It was summertime and I had no AC, so in my closet there was this massive window that I had open. I worked third shift as a line cook, so I returned back to my place around 3 a.m. and started making some dinner. I heard a noise come out from the window. I thought it was my TV for a second, so I didn't think anything of it until I heard scratching, then a loud groan. A man's voice followed saying, help me, man. I immediately panicked. He was yelling at me, calling me all sorts of names. I ran to my window, locked it, then sprinted upstairs to wake up my landlord. We stayed inside watching from the window while police ambulance arrived. Apparently, it was a guy on drugs who walked a block with his bone sticking out of his thigh. Ooh. I mean, that that story had everything. Uh, uh, a guy on drugs, bone sticking out, uh, scaring you out of nowhere. You know, those, uh, I, I, I couldn't even imagine. 
<laughs> yeah, you know it's funny is it, it you don't hear too many good ones like in Tampa when uh, Tom Brady moved out there and he stumbled in the wrong neighbor's house. You're just like, holy crap, it's Tom Brady. He's in my house. That would be cool. I'd be okay with that. Yeah, you know, not yeah, the biggest Tom Brady good. fan, but if he showed up, I'd be like, hey, stay a while. Yeah, hang out. You know, uh, who know in Denver who was not welcomed was um, oh, what was his uh, Chad Kelly. Oh, really? After that Halloween party when he was uh, Broncos backup quarterback, and he's actually looking like he might actually get a chance to be the starter until he went to Von Miller's Halloween party downtown, um, and then he stumbled into somebody's house, and the old lady beat him up with a uh, vacuum cleaner cord. <laughs> I hadn't heard that. That's hilarious. You didn't hear that one? No, yeah. So, no. so he was drunk, and he stumbled in, and he had a problem with substance abuse anyways, and he was supposed to be on good behavior. Well, he got super drunk. He went into this elderly couple's house, sat on their couch, and he didn't know where he was. And uh, the old lady, she took the uh, the suction vacuum part of the vacuum and swung it and started beating the crap out of him with it. And they called the cops, and he was arrested. And he has a – you should just do yourself a favor, Google Chad Kelly mugshot. His face looks very distorted and weird, but yeah – Small lady whipped the crap out of him with a vacuum cleaner cord. <laughs> That's hilarious. That's funny. Let's keep moving. I believe you never heard that. That's nope. pretty funny, though. Let's keep and moving. And he was immediately cut from the team. Oh, yeah, exactly. All right, uh, we're talking Home Alone. <laughs> Strangest and scariest things that happened while you were home alone. This user says, uh, I was woken from a deep sleep by the most horrifying high-pitched howling noise. We leave We lived deep in a wooded area, and I was familiar with sounds like foxes barking or even fisher cats screaming, but this was eerie and didn't sound like an animal. Then it came from the other side of the house, but there was no sound of anything walking. You know how your mind isn't really logical when you're first awake? I was convinced it was some terrible otherworldly creature. In the morning, I checked some online recordings of sounds to figure it out. It turned out to be a tiny, harmless screech owl. The little guy can make some demonic sounds, though. Um, yeah, that would be enough to freak you out. And we've got some weird sounds that we get around the house here. We get owls that, uh, you know, who all night. Uh, we get uh, howling coyotes, which uh, will wake you up out of a dead sleep, especially in the middle of summer. You know, you've got the window open, and they're right in your backyard. That's enough to freak you out. Yeah, and you got your neighbors that blow booty. <laughs> they're always farting. <laughs> Oh, that's that's a whole nother type of horror. Luckily, that's the summer can't. thing when the windows open too. <laughs> exactly. Well, folks, that does it for the interactive portion of today's show, talking about Home Alone, scariest or strangest things that happened to you. When we come back, we've got a segment called Confidence is Key because confidence is key, but maybe not overconfidence. Folks, don't go anywhere. We will be right back, and we'll see you in just a couple minutes. Get everything you need for the Christian Phoenix Radio Show over at phoenixmedia.us or on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash phoenixmediaradio. Now back to the show. 
Now back to the show. Indeed, this is the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. It is Monday, February 8th. Now, we have a little thing that we talk about a couple times each show. It is the Phoenix Line, our 24-hour day, seven-day-a-week voicemail line, giving you guys the opportunity to chime in on anything whatsoever, including our interactive call-in topic of the day. We just finished up with today's topic, which was the scariest or strangest thing that happened while you were home alone. Tomorrow's topic is the best Happy Meal toys ever. We did this with uh, cereal boxes uh, about a week ago. Yeah, it was about a week ago. But, uh, you know, Happy Meal toys hold a special place in our heart, especially growing up in the eras (laughs) that we did. Um, You know, they, they, they were great little toys to have, and some people even collect them. Some are even worth a little bit of money. So that's what we're talking about. Go ahead and give us a call at 855-PHOENIX-RADIO. That's 855-F-E-N-I-X-R-D-O or 855-336-4973 for the alphanumerically impaired. All we ask is that you keep it entertaining. We'll compile those together, put them out in a future show. Now, in this segment that we've titled Confidence is Key, we like to look at the comments or uh, internet exchanges of people uh, you know, who are either silly, dumb, or in this case, just maybe a little overly confident. Oh, good for you! You know, they say confidence is key, which confidence confidence is a great thing to have. But when you are overly confident and just downright wrong, well, sometimes you just make yourself look like an idiot. But of course, when it comes to the internet, you've got that veil of anonymity that, uh, you know, sort of protects you from uh, your stupidity sometimes. So... In this case, for instance, uh, Twitter user Jen Silverman says, all I've ever wanted from a yogurt is to know who the cows are. And it's a picture of a glass jar of yogurt. It looks like sort of a natural yogurt. And it says on the side, the cows, Myrtle, Letty, Root, Irma, Fanny, Julia, Veronica, Padma, Lucy, Quiet, and Tiffany. To which somebody, and again, somebody who is overly confident replies knows how they named all the cows traditionally girl names there's a deep connection between misogyny and consuming animals to which somebody replied i feel like yogurt from a bowl would taste quite different <laughs> gross <laughs> right yeah just kind of weird it just that whole thing was weird you know obviously yogurt milk cheese has to come from a female cow there is no misogyny there because it is uh, biological. And again, if it was uh, male cows, there would be some major issues with that yogurt. Something that uh, nobody would want to uh, necessarily try. Yeah, nope. Let's move on with confidence is key. Oh, good for you. Here's somebody who tries to correct somebody who is a very noteworthy author, uh, namely Stephen King. Stephen King says... Iowa Stephen King lost. I am the last Stephen King standing. And in parentheses, he says, take a bow. To which somebody replies, it's spelled bow, B-O-U-G-H, not B-O-W. A bow is something you put on a present, which actually that's a bow. And then somebody replies back to correct them. No, dear, you spell it bow, B-O-U-G-H, when it's on a tree. Also, best not try to spell check a word master like Stephen King. Yeah. You don't want to get into a war of words with somebody who has written so many great books um, and probably knows the English language a little bit better than uh, 99% of the population. Yeah, that's... uh, (laughs) (laughs) Moving on with confidence is key. Oh, good for you. Uh, You know, there are the people who are out there to correct 
the your, yours, and yours, there, there, and there. And, of course, you've got some guy talking about misogyny uh, who puts out, women shouldn't be allowed an opinion on sporting matters, to which a woman replies, you're an idiot, in the proper grammar. And then he responds to her, your, Y-O-U-R, with an asterisk on it, uh, obviously proving that he is the idiot, overconfident, and uh, should really check himself, well, kind of before you wreck yourself, right? (laughs) Right. You better check yourself before you resurrect yourself. (laughs) <laughs> Let's keep it on. Keep fresh. Moving on with confidence is key. Oh, good for you. Here's somebody who puts Frankenstein enters into a bodybuilding competition and finds he has seriously misunderstood the objective. Obviously, they were trying to do a little fun pun play on jokes to which somebody replies for the last time. Frankenstein was the name of the doctor. And then the original poster writes back. Yeah, the doctor who built a body going back to the original Again, you know, don't don't send out that hate. Don't send out that vitriol before understanding exactly what you're commenting on and basically in, ensuring that you're correct because you're just yeah. going Frankenstein, to what's gotten into you? I am drunk and I want to screw. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's a little callback from uh, yeah, right around yeah. Halloween. The, mon- the monster mash there. The monster F. <laughs> Yeah. Let's keep moving on with confidence is key. <laughs> oh, uh, good so for you. One user says, today I, t- I had a man tell me in all earnest that I obviously wasn't very good at my classical studies degree because Zeus only had one son, Hercules. His source was the Disney movie Hercules. Uh, again, you know, don't, don't get your sources from Disney. <laughs> Um, and somebody even replies, it would have been easier to list the sons Zeus does not have. Basically, all of the Greek gods are sons and daughters of Zeus. People, you know, D- Disney, while it's entertaining, isn't always the most historically accurate. <laughs> no, yeah, no, it's not. <laughs> it, it does like to take a little liberties in making a happier story. <laughs> Let's keep moving on with confidence is key. Oh, good for you. Somebody who needs to uh, study up on their anatomy. The original poster says, it's been a year since the last time I announced this, so I think it's time for my yearly update. A PSA, we do not pee out of our vagina. Thank you for coming to my TED Talk. See you next year. To which somebody (laughs) responds, well, you probably don't do it out of your ass. So you do talk out of there a lot, and that leaves the vagina unless there is a third hole somewhere for the pee to come out of. Boy, this guy really needs to uh, do an anatomy lesson because there is a third hole. (laughs) Yeah. Wow. (laughs) Ah, It just makes no sense that uh, people are so, so just confident with what they're saying, yet so wrong. Yeah. All right, let's keep moving on with uh, confidence is key. Oh, good for you. Here's a picture of a uh, photo from the show Sesame Street, to which a news station says, this Sesame Street Muppet will become the first to experience homelessness. <laughs> oh, God. Is his name Homie? It's not. However, uh, oh, the com- that would have been perfect. The commenter. Oh. Hey, Homie. I hear you're a homeless, and then Elmo want to say, I'm going to make you warm and toasters. <laughs> It's okay to be homeless, though. <laughs> but this poster, it actually, it is a uh, quite poignant one. It says, Oscar the Grouch has been living in a trash can for 49 years. 
So technically, she's not the first homeless Muppet, but uh, I don't know. Would a trash can be considered a home? Who knows? <laughs> well, for for good old uh, Oscar, it was. Right. Oscar probably smells like the worst thing on the planet at this point. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. Let's keep moving on. Confidence is key. Oh, good for you. This, here's something that uh, should have been learned first thing in kindergarten, maybe even preschool. Poster writes, fun fact, blueberries are the only fruit named after a color. Um, actually, I would argue with that. Oranges would actually be as well. But somebody else replies back, star fruit. And the original poster, so close, that's a shape, not a color. Again, don't be overly confident and uh, mis- mix up your uh, shapes and colors because uh, you should have learned that in kindergarten or at least very uh, early on in preschool. Yeah, you should. It, it's just real simple. Shapes, colors, it's really basic stuff you learn then. <laughs> it's not overly complicated. No, no, it's really not. All right, uh, let's keep moving on. I'm just searching through for things that uh, aren't overly political because there are a lot of them on here. But, uh, yeah, we're trying to stay away from all of that. Hey, I don't blame you. All right. uh, Confidence is key. Oh, good for you. Here's from a news source that says rains leave many Indiana farmers well behind in planting. And, of course, a picture of a farm to which somebody replies, Why is there a need for farmers growing corn and soybeans when most people go to Kroger's or Albertsons to get their groceries anyway? Boy, if that's your line of thinking, uh, farmers actually supply those to Kroger's and Albertsons. So uh, if they're not uh, feeding the supply chain, well, you're not eating those out of your supply chain. So... (laughs) Well, yeah, exactly. What do you think? They just grow them at Albertsons or Safeway, like in the back room. They're like, well, this is where we grow them. They would just magically they appear. They don't realize like they come from farms. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Stupidity. Like, there is, are people is crazy. across. Oh, wow. There's no even sense in explaining that. <laughs> the stuff doesn't just magically appear. No, no, it really doesn't. And then finally, incompetence is key. Oh, good for you. Somebody who needs to go back to school to learn about animals. They write, okay, this stupidity has to end. I wound up on a Wikipedia page that said, that said dolphins are mammals. How can dolphins be mammals when they live in the ocean? Y'all let websites like Wikipedia misinform people. Dolphins are fish. I got bad news for you, buddy. Dolphins are mammals. Mammals can live in the ocean. And uh, they're probably smarter than you. They're probably smarter than most yeah. people, but in this case, definitely smarter than uh, whoever posted that. So in this guy, wow, yeah. <laughs> well, folks, that does it for Confidence is Key. When we come back, we're headed into the final segment of the show. It is time for This Day in History. Do not go anywhere. We'll be right back. Get everything you need for the Christian Phoenix Radio Show over at phoenixmedia.us or on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash phoenixmediaradio. Now back to the show. Well, folks, we've made it to the end of this episode of the Christian Phoenix Radio Show for a Monday, February 8th. But if you missed 
portion of the show or you want to go back and catch up on any of the previous shows, it's easy enough to do so. Head over to phoenixmedia.us, click on the show's link, scroll on down to the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. From there, you can get video, you can get audio as well, or head over to wherever you get podcasts, whether it's Apple, Google, Stitcher, Spotify, Anchor, Breaker, TuneIn, iHeart, Doozer, Dozer, Geezer, Gozer. Are you a god? And James Hetfield has doomed us all. While you are there, be sure to subscribe. That way you always have the latest episode. Leave a review. Let us know what you think and tell your friends. Because why, Tony? Sharing is caring. You son of a bitch. (laughs) We do share. We do care. Which is why we do this segment at the end of each show. We like to drop a little knowledge on you. Hopefully make you laugh at the same time. It is time for This Day in History. Reversing the globe for the stories that turn the world on its head. It's This Day in History. Christian Phoenix. Thanks, Siri. All right. Kicking off this day in 1587, Mary, Queen of Scots, is beheaded at Fotheringham Hay Castle, aged 44, after being convicted of plotting to assassinate Elizabeth I in the Babington Plot. Fatality. Ooh, the Babington Plot. What a disastrous plot it was. (laughs) It amazes me that uh, for so many years that uh, people just like cutting people's heads off. That, that yeah, was... I've got a good idea. I don't like this bitch. Let's chop her head off. Sounds good to me. <laughs> we will call it the Babington Plot. <laughs> even so much that even the French uh, created an entire contraption to do that, as if, uh, you know, some, uh, what do you call, uh, axe man, uh, you know, it was too heavy or too much work for him. So they just con- yeah. cre- created a contraption, yeah. you pulled the thing. They're like, sorry, the executioner, you no longer can be the axe man. We'll use a guillotine instead. Exactly. You know what's crazy in that picture, too? Everyone looks like, all the men look like they're wearing uh, Incurious George, you know, the man with the big yellow hat. Yeah. That's what they all look like. It's the same hat. Only not yellow. Just not yellow. Let's move on this day in 1672. The father of gravity, Isaac Newton, reads the first optics paper before the Royal Society of London. And from what I know about Isaac Newton, he was sort of a weird introvert, uh, socially inept. And I would imagine that that would have been just anxiety written written for him uh, in order to read that in front of a bunch of people. Oh, Absolutely. Well, in that picture, man, he looks like he could straight have been in a metal band in the 80s. Oh, totally. <laughs> round and round. Newton's medicine. Woo! <laughs> Let's keep moving on. This day in 18, uh, 1807, Battle of Elia ends inconclusively between Napoleon's forces and Russian Empire. It is the first battle Napoleon isn't victorious. Well, we know how he did not celebrate that victory because he did not. uh, It was inconclusive. So no uh, piggly wiggly trough at Farrell's, unfortunately. Excellent! He definitely didn't win that one. (laughs) Napoleon. Let's keep moving on. This day in 1915, the uh, the birth of a nation, the first 12 reel film in America directed by D.W. Griffith, starring Lillian Gish and Mae Marsh, opens at Clunes Auditorium in Los Angeles. And if you've ever seen clips of Birth of a Nation, it is um, quite freaky. You know, it's uh, basically Ku Klux Klan um, and people in blackface and, and everything that would not be showing up today. Um, never saw the entire movie itself uh, in film school. We we had to learn about it and uh, you know see bits and pieces. But uh, 
it, it was uncomfortable to watch for sure. Yeah, I have no desire to ever watch it, so I'll take your word. The oldest movie I think I've ever watched was the, uh, oh, the Br'er Rabbit movie. Um, what, it's like 1970-something? I'm sure they can <laughs> chime in. I, I I watched it with Mike. It was terrible. Okay. All right. Well, speaking of Disney, this day I'm and night. I'm just blank on, that, on the movie. Though. Oh, that's all right. Um, oh, Sound of, um, Sound of the South? Yeah, that's what it was. Yeah, well, spe- Speaking of which, this day in 1926, Disney Brothers Cartoon Studio becomes Walt Disney Studios. Song uh, of the South. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I had forgotten that he had started it with his brother. Uh, his brother was involved in the business for a long time, especially when he was putting Disneyland together. But uh, apparently uh, the company just took his name, Walt Disney Studios. Yeah. Disney Brothers Cartoon Studios becomes Walt Disney. That would have been what was weird. His brother's, what's his brother's name? You know, I don't remember offhand. I'm sure that's I'm something sure Friday, uh, Friday will... let me know here yeah. in just a moment, though. She was very helpful with the Song of the South, so... <laughs> Let's keep moving on this day in history. We're going to skip through the 1940s because that was a pretty dark time. And It was Roy Disney. Roy, that's right. Roy boy. All right. Thanks, uh, Friday. This day in 1960, Boston Celtic Bill Russell becomes the first NBA player with 50 rebounds. Again, back in 1960, that was a huge feat. Of course, you know, uh, Bill Russell, probably one of the biggest names of that era. Yep. Let's keep moving on. This day in 1965, the Supremes release Stop in the Name of Love. Probably one of the most quoted songs ever just because, you know, you tell somebody to stop pops into your head but uh yep. good song whoa whoa, whoa. <laughs> good song uh you know not not in my playlist rotation but uh, something no. i reference every once in a while <laughs> all right let's keep moving on speaking of music history this day in 1974 ringo star releases the single you're 16 in the uk um boy that unpacks so many questions and ringo star probably one of the worst solo acts of when the Beatles broke up. Not a big Ringo fan. You're 16. Don't worry. I'm a Beatle. But you're only 16. It'll be better than Wingers. She's only 17, which hasn't come out yet. That'll be in 10 years. That's a good good impression, Tone. But, uh, yeah. You know, Ringo Starr, great drummer. Not a great solo act. No, but I'll appear on The Simpsons as Marge Bouvier's love interest. <laughs> Let's keep moving on. This day in 1976, Taxi Driver, directed by Martin Scorsese, starring Robert De Niro and Jodie Foster, is released. Um, great, great movie. Obviously, early Scorsese. Classic. Robert De Niro, uh, you know, you talking to me? You talking to me? Nobody else you is You talking here. to the war with Grandpa? Still number nine in the top tens, huh? That's 2021. <laughs> I still doing movies, huh? Yeah. <laughs> and before he became a character. I have nipples. So. Would you milk me, Greg? Speaking of nipples, Tony, this day in 1977, Hustler publisher Larry Flint is sentenced on obscenity charges. Oh, Larry Flint. Flint was like sleazy, man. Yeah, yeah. You know, it was like Hefner was classy and Flint was just sleazy. Yeah, there was something just slimy about that guy, but, uh, you know. (laughs) Although, thanks to Hustler magazine and an elder uncle, I was... uh, that's how I was explaining the birds and the bees. It was one of those, one day, that's what you'll be in for. What is that? 
<laughs> what is that thing? What are you showing me? Where's the cartoons? <laughs> <laughs> Let's keep rolling on uh, this thing. 1990, 60 Minutes commentator Andy Rooney is suspended by CBS for racial remarks attributed to him by a gay magazine. Um, Ooh, Andy Rooney. Yep. You know, it's not something you can do. Uh, it's that there was that old school way of thinking that uh, just didn't fly here in the modern era. <laughs> Let's oh, keep man. moving on this day in 1991. Roger Clemens signs a record five million three hundred eighty thousand dollar per year Red Sox contract. Very weird to see him go from the Yankees to the Red Sox. But for that chunk of change, I would have gone too. Yeah, absolutely. And it, all for nothing, Roger, you'll go on to never see the Hall of Fame, buddy. Nope. Nope. Ever. Never going to happen. All right. This day in 1994, Jack Nicholson uses a golf club to attack a car. I'd forgotten about that. Uh, yeah, he just seemed downright crazy to begin with. But uh, Yeah. He is Jenny. <laughs> That'd be freaky. <laughs> That'd be a scary car ride. Yeah, it would. Uh, this day in 1994, Motley Crue drummer Tommy Lee is charged with possession of loaded firearm. Mm, it, to Are you go sh- along with his loaded firearm. I was just... Kuchikapow! I was even going to say, is that a loaded firearm in your pocket, or are you just happy <laughs> you to just see happy me? See me. Oh, Tommy, always in trouble, even to this day. <laughs> He's a badass drummer, though, I gotta say. He, he is pretty damn good. All right, and then uh, let's close out with this day in 2009. No, don't like that one. We'll keep moving. You don't like you don't like Allison Krauss and, and Robert Plant? Eh, eh, eh. Please read the letter. It's the record of the year. <laughs> this day in 2019, Amazon founder Jeff Bezos accuses the National Enquirer and its owner, American Media Inc., of blackmail over private messages detailing an extramarital affair. Obviously, it did lead to his um, divorce, to which his ex-wife just got a huge chunk of change. Just massive. Well, just massive, and he's still the most wealthiest man in the world. That's crazy. Well, folks, So Dr. Evil comes back, that's who you extort. Exactly. Hello, Jeff Bezos. I'll be asking for $1 trillion now. <laughs> well, before we go, let's run down some of today's holidays. This is where we talk about and celebrate the various holidays of the day. For instance, today is Boy Scouts Day. I was a Boy Scout back in the day before it got uh, kind of rapey. It is Clean <laughs> Out Your Computer Day. It is International Epilepsy Day. It is Laugh and Get Rich Day. Boy, I wish that... Oh, uh, well, I just laughed. I hope that made me some money. There you go. It is National Molasses Bar Day. Mm, Doesn't sound like the sweet treat I want. It doesn't sound enticing, but whatever. National Kite Flying Day. Sure. Yeah, it's snowing outside. No thanks. This one makes sense. Uh, National Football Hangover Day. Yeah, a lot of people. National Poop Day. Sure. Oatmeal Monday. show. Opera Day and Propose Day. So, folks, that does it for today's show. Hopefully you enjoyed this Monday. At least get your week started. We will be back tomorrow with a brand new episode on a Tuesday where we run down animal tales. Enjoy the rest of your Monday, folks. We will see you all tomorrow. Peace!